Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corbin Ken Shreve here with a breakdown of the action in today's session, Thursday, December 14th, where we saw notable strength again from small cap stocks post Fed. So a lot of interesting action underneath the surface once again today, Ken. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, really, the action was in small caps, uh, like you said. The rest of the market didn't really move a whole lot, but a lot of uh, a lot of good movers, just like we saw yesterday. So let's take a look at uh, a rare Dow stock. We don't look at Dow Jones stocks too much on this video, but take a look at American Express, which is uh, joining in that financial uh, rally. Also want to take a, a look at uh, FlowServe, FLS, and finally, uh, name on leaderboard, Datadog, D-D-O-G. Okay, well, we'll get to those three stocks. But first, let's take a look at the major indexes. We'll kick things off with a chart of the Russell 2000 small cap index surging today, 2.6% on the heels of a big move in yesterday's session, up 3.5%. So just an eye-popping move in two sessions here. So the Russell 2000 now very close to the 2000 level on this index, hitting a little bit of resistance there. But if you put that in context of where it's come from, how quickly can this is pretty interesting here. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, it's made such a, a powerful move and you've got that, that resistance level highlighted there. So it may it may pause and uh, digest gains a little bit here. Uh, like you said, up 3.4% yesterday, uh, up big again today. But, uh, you know, we've been talking about this expanding breadth in the market and certainly small and mid cap stocks have uh have joined the, uh, the the party here. A lot of people still asking questions about the Magnificent Seven. You know, can they still lead the market? And that's kind of a question mark right now. But you know, really good to see small and mid cap stocks, uh, you know, gaining uh, gusto here. Yeah, exactly. So if we're seeing a little bit of rotation out of the Magnificent Seven type stocks, at least uh, on a day to day basis, we don't know if it's if it's short term or uh, how long that kind of rotation is going to last. But if you look at a day like today and seeing that, you know, it actually may not be a bad thing because we've been saying so long how we really want this to be a broad based rally. So seeing the small caps really kicking it into high gear and on the verge of a critical long-term level, uh, you know, could this lead to even higher prices, kind of that snowball effect potentially, Ken? Yeah, I mean, quite uh, quite possibly. There's a lot of things that are uh, going right in this uh, market right now. We've seen a nice expansion in breadth. I mean, on the NASDAQ uh, today, uh, breadth was a little better than two to one positive. On the NYSE, it was uh, more than three to one, almost uh, four to one positive at, at, last, uh, at last check. So uh, yeah, there's just, uh, it really has been a while since we've seen this much strong action underneath the uh, the, the surface, and uh, we talked about those the really good follow through days that we saw for the Nasdaq and the S and P 500 November 1st and November 2nd. That turned uh, the turned the market into a confirmed uptrend, and you know indexes really haven't uh, haven't looked back, and uh, you know we're just. Uh, you know, seeing a lot of positive action underneath the, the surface and uh, got a pretty dovish Fed statement uh, uh, from the Federal Reserve uh, yesterday. So uh, things look pretty good here. You know, we're, we talked about on IBD Live this morning that uh, there are, you know, uh, a lot of stocks you want to be careful of, of chasing, even in the, the financial sector right now that have been, you know, just just taking off in recent days. I uh, just want to be careful not to chase, uh, you know, stocks like like, like here and 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 so on. So 
just want to find stocks that are in the early stages of coming out of bases and avoid, uh, you know, chasing the, uh, the, the, the strong performers that have run up a lot. Yeah, exactly. So the NASDAQ breaking out this week and making a little bit more progress today, although the intraday chart here, a little bit of a roller coaster. We did come off lows by the end of the day for the NASDAQ to close with a gain of two tenths of a percent. Meanwhile, the S&P 500 up about a quarter of a percent today and the Dow zero DJIA and Market Smith also extending its gains after getting to a new high, new all-time high. All-time high, yeah, unbelievable. Go ahead. Yeah, it's really, it's it's really, uh, really something to see the Dow hitting uh, an, an all-time, an all-time high. I want to just go back to the uh, maybe a, a daily chart for the S and P 500 and and talked about what what looked like it might have been some stalling action uh, today because we did have uh, looks like we're going to get higher volume on the NYSE and you can see the um, the S and P 500 along with the Nasdaq Composite closed uh, pretty far off its high, so it closed in the bottom half of its range. You had heavy. Uh, heavy volume without a lot of price progress. So we do call that uh, stalling and it might be enough to add a, a distribution day to the count and uh, not, a, not a big deal. We're dealing with a market that has uh, been very light on, on distribution, but both the S&P 500 today and the NASDAQ showed stalling uh, type action. So we'll see uh, how, the, right. how the big picture explains that uh, you know, later later today. Yeah. And with the bullish action that we saw in yesterday's session, I guess not really a, a surprise to see the major indexes lose steam a little bit here today, given how stretched we are now from the moving averages. But uh, a strong market, we can't discount that. But now I guess traders just you know looking at historical market conditions when we do start getting stretched from those uh, moving averages, just needing to be aware of a, of a potential pause or pullback, Ken? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, honestly, you know, today to to see that stalling type action again, it's not not a reason to get uh, to get bearish about things. But uh, like I said, when you look at this, all the positives happening in the market right now, uh, with interest rates uh, going down and the U.S. dollar uh, acting weak, um, you know, we 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 could uh, we could pull back. But like I've been talking about, you know, we want to see kind of low volume declines in the indexes uh, uh, at this point, and uh, we don't want to see heavy volume volume uh, behind uh behind declines. I mean, it's easy to, to see a little bit of consolidation here, but uh, if we can keep these distribution days on a on a, on a light light count, that would uh, bode well for, for continued strength into next year. Definitely. And you mentioned the dollar. So here's a visual representation of that with the ETF UUP with the dollar at its lowest levels since late August, early September. And here's zero TNX, the 10-year treasury yield now below that 200-day moving average and at its lowest levels since uh, late July, which coincides with the index highs, right? We, we saw the indexes hitting highs in uh, late July. So now we're seeing indexes breaking out above those levels. So continuing to see uh, this inverse relationship between the, the yields and equity prices in effect here, Ken. Yeah, no doubt. I thought uh, I thought there was a, a pretty good chance that this ten-year yield was going to hold firm right around that four uh, percent level. You can see that's where the uh, on the daily chart here the uh, the two hundred-day moving average is sitting just above four percent. But uh, you know, came down uh, came down sharply. Uh, yesterday after the uh, Fed statement and it extended losses today. So that uh, round number of uh, 4% uh, did not hold and uh, stocks have uh, taken this as a, as a cue to rally. Mm -hmm. Okay. And 
couple more quick ETFs to take a look at as a further signal of the breadth underneath the surface. And that's comparing QQQ with QQEW. So QQQ, the NASDAQ 100, down less than one-tenth of a percent today. Meanwhile, QQEW up almost eight-tenths of a percent. So again, if you if you take out that heavy weighting of those mega cap stocks underneath the surface, uh, it seems like there's a lot of participation there. And just really quickly, I'll, we'll also look at SPY versus RSP. SPY, once again, up about three-tenths of a percent today. RSP, this is the equal weighted S&P 500 ETF, up 1.3%, adding to a strong gain on Wednesday of 2.1%. And breaking out above a uh, long-term level here, Ken, so seems like more and more stocks are joining the party, as you said. Yeah, no doubt about it. And a lot of them uh, are in the small cap space, uh, like, like we said, but uh, I think both the RSP and QQEW W are just a good representation of uh, of how the breadth is really expanding nicely in, in this market, and that's what you want to see, um, you know, in a in a bull phase. So that's uh, definitely a, a feather in the market's cap right now. Mm -hmm. All right, and with the Dow Jones Industrial Average itself now in new all time high territory, let's take a look at a Dow Jones stock that's in the financial sector, and that is American Express, AXP, breaking out above a cup with handle entry today, up 2.5% in above average volume. And this stock is coming back to life, Ken. Yes, it is. And just a kind of a just a, a visual example of what a, a good breakout from a cup with handle base uh, looks like. Uh, American Express is getting close to that uh, 180 level. But when you go to the weekly chart here, you'll see it's still in the early stages of breaking out of a, you know, fairly long um, uh, consolidation here. So uh, this is uh, good news. Uh, you know, you want to see that the financials have been, you know, running like uh, like gangbusters. And uh, it's hard to find uh, financials still in a buy zone at this point. But American Express does not look uh, stretched at this point. And uh, I'll tell you, for a mega cap uh, company, you do have the the, the fundamentals here that uh, that look pretty, pretty decent. You know, you've got uh, good top line growth uh, in uh, in recent quarters. Uh, you've got earnings have uh, kicked into gear the past couple of quarters and pretty decent estimates uh, as well. So um, I think if you want to, you know, capitalize on some financial strength, American Express is still uh, giving an opportunity here. Yeah. And seeing it clearing a declining tops trend line from the highs connecting the 218-2022 highs and some highs from earlier this year as well. Let's now go to FLS, another stock you wanted to highlight today, Ken, this time in the industrial sector, clearing some resistance within the base here and getting above the round number of 40 with a gain of three and a half percent today and above average turnover. Yeah, it's an industrial stock. They do uh, kind of flow management uh, products, pumps, valves, uh, things like that. Uh, but this is uh, this is an interesting move today. I think there was a, a buy signal today for for FlowServe. It's in a you know pretty good industry group, and again, you've got the the good. Uh, bottom line and top line growth in recent quarters. You're dealing with a uh, a fundamental, you know, really solid uh, fundamental uh, company here. Good annual earnings estimates, and uh, here again, a stock that looks like it's in early stages of trying to uh, to, to break out here. So uh, back to the daily chart. Um, I think there was a you know buy signal uh, today. You can see it hasn't fully broken out yet. Uh, that that blue 
box there is just going to highlight the the five percent buy zone. So uh, this is a stock that could try to follow through uh, to tomorrow, and as long as it's kind of stays in this uh, this buy zone here, uh, looks looks pretty good. You got the good fundamentals and uh, good good technicals, which we like to see. And let's wrap things up with a check-in on Datadog and the Enterprise Software Group, DDOG, one we've been following closely since its move on earnings in early November, where the stock was up 20% in massive volume in reaction to the results and continued to rally after that. Then we got that ideal sort of orderly pullback, Ken, creating a handle type area that it cleared today. Yeah, and this is uh, this was added uh, added to the leaderboard model portfolio when it gapped up on earnings. So it was kind of a counterintuitive buy at the time, but it was a really a sensational uh, earnings report. This uh, company makes monitoring uh, software, uh, enterprise software, so you know IT operations can can run efficiently. Uh, so really nice earnings report, and the stock just kept going after earnings. And uh, just a good example uh, again how an alternate entry uh, can be seen. Like you said, it, it pulled back close to its 21-day line, uh, trying to take out that uh, most recent uh, pivot. My eyes aren't, aren't great. It looks like one, 120 and, and change. It's kind of floating right near uh, an alternate entry here. So uh, again, it's a, a you know, high-quality growth stock, and uh, we've got a lot of them uh, on the leaderboard model portfolio right now, and uh, you know, still, still looks good here. Uh, Interesting, a different perspective on the weekly chart. You do have a lot of a lot of up weeks uh, in a row here. So again, a stock that uh, you know could 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 try to to pause here, uh, but at least the action uh, today for those that um, have a profitable posi profitable position uh, could have uh, taken the opportunity to uh, increase the position today. Yeah, a great job there by the leaderboard team, Ken. And that wraps it up for today. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. We will be back with more tomorrow morning on IBD Live, and we hope you join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you then, and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow at the close to wrap up the week. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.